All right, construction champions. It's your host, Ron Nussbaum, and we're here for another amazing episode of Construction Champions Podcast. Well, like I say, we're burning down the house so we can rebuild it. And that's not just a construction term. That's what we're doing with your business every week, twice a week. We're bringing on experts that are giving you items that you can go implement today. So if you don't, you're not being a champion and you might need to find another podcast to listen to. There's a lot of them out there that don't want you to go do great things. There's a lot of them that want you to do great things. You should be listening to Lowe's, but most important, you should be doing what the people say. I bring on experts. We got Jeff with us today. He is an expert in technology for the construction industry. He's so fired up about his ability to come in and his team and help you do amazing things that he wanted to come on here and talk about it. So we need to take that. We need to go do amazing things. Jeff, it is great to have you here today. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Awesome, man. Now, you're the founder of Groundworks. You've been doing that for about five years. You're doing amazing things in the construction industry. You're helping a lot of guys do amazing things. We got connected through Jeff or Les. See, I, yep. I'm not perfect. Les connected <laughs> us. What I want to know is what are you most excited about right now with what you're doing? Yeah, I think what we have seen is, uh, you know, with with groundwork in particular is people really latch on to not technology for technology's sake. You know, there's a lot of technology out there, but technology that like really, really moves the needle. Um, and, you know, on our, our space is, you know, the sales process. So um, there are just more and more contractors that are kind of wising up to that customer experience angle in the sales process. Um, and man, it's when, when they get it, they get it. And it's really, really fun to see them uh, improve and grow and uh, become more profitable and all those things. So um, that's what makes me excited to wake up every morning and get to the office and make it all happen. Awesome, man. That customer experience is so important in the sales process. And it's something that can definitely be overlooked at times. So I'm excited for our conversation today. We're going to jump yeah. right in there and I'm going to ask you the million dollar question. And that is what makes a construction champion? I think what makes a construction champion is uh, the ability to take a bunch of information um, and build business process that fits your business. So, um, you know, there are tons of coaches, there are tons of YouTube videos, and there are tons of, like you said, there's tons of podcasts that, you know, can give you hints and all that stuff. I think people can take that stuff and just get completely overwhelmed and they don't know what to do. So I think the the people that really rise to the top are just the people who can take the bits of information that apply to them and make it happen. Just get to work. Don't beat around the bush, you know, don't, um, you know, get into that analysis paralysis, but figure out ways that, you know, figure out tools, systems, people that fit, that work, and being able to put all that stuff together in a business process, I think that's what makes people rise to the top. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more is that there can be a lot of overwhelming stuff sometimes, especially when you yeah. dive into it and you're like, 
I want to get really good at this. You deal with the sales process. I'm sure you get a lot of guys mm -hmm. that come to you that are like, man, I am just so overwhelmed with all of this stuff. I just want to be better at it. So how, how do we, how do you help guys get through that when there is so much noise and figuring out exactly what works for them? Because everybody's different. Yeah, I think, you know, we look at uh, things in a couple of uh, different, um, you know, from from a couple of different angles. One is just size of the business. I think there are uh, many contractors who are not to a point where they should really um, be thinking so much about, <laughs> you know, the whiz-bang AI technology thing. It's like, no, man, just go, just go. <laughs> Just go and do your thing, you know, get get as profitable as you possibly can um, before you jump into having seven pieces of technology and an office staff and this and that. Like, you, you know, so making the right decisions at the right point is a big part of it. So where are you as a business owner from a, a business process perspective um, and from a maturity perspective, what what decisions should you be making or what decisions should you not be making? Um, I think team has a lot to do with it. Um, you know, do you have a team that's ready for changes in, you know, whether it be technology or other processes? Um, and honestly, when it, it comes into a change management role at some point, you, you know, as you, as you have a team and you have some bit of process, you have a process, whether you realize it or not, um, it could be just like the default process as it's just kind of is what it is and you know not very thoughtful um but you 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 do have a process so if you're going to add or adjust it um you need to be very aware of that um bring the right people into the conversation early um that's a big one uh people just try to like throw a new piece of tech in or throw a new thing in the process and it's just whoa you know you have people that are like doing it they're like, whoa, you want us to do what? They don't know the why. So focusing on the why is a big one too. So um, yeah, maturity of the business. Um, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for just like how, like what your sales process looks like um, and how, um, you know, if you're beating off leads with a stick, then like you have, then you can, you can afford to like look at some things and, um, if you're struggling to figure out demand uh, and like your lead flow, like where leads are coming from, then like that's a number one. Um, so there's some stair steps on on how we help contractors think about some of those things when it comes to our technology. But you know that certainly applies. Um, I think people get excited about tech sometimes a little bit too fast, um, especially smaller contractors just starting out. Um, there's obviously foundational pieces of of software that you need, but Man, if you can't figure out where your next lead's coming from, then figure that one out. Yeah, that is uh, pretty much the most important thing there. But you said it, you said a couple of things that really hit home for me, and when especially when you said talked about jumping on the AI, all this stuff that's happening, and thinking you need to just jump on whatever the next new bandwagon is when you don't even know how that's going to implement throughout your company or what it, what other results you're going to create. Uh, I think that's powerful. And what's really powerful is when you said you have a system, whether you think you do or not. 
So everybody does. If you're the owner of the company and you're running all the sales leads, there's a way you do it every time. And you need to start, in my mind, you need to start documenting that stuff. So when you start yeah. talking to somebody like Jeff, you can say this right here is how I do it every time. Or say you hire somebody right. that gives you a system. Is that what you see out there? Is that like kind of the first steps? Is like you need to yeah. make sure you understand what your system is because you have one, whether you think you do or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, there's a term SOP, standard operating procedure. Um, when you have a team, incredibly important to have that in place, but it's also really easy to just start a Google Doc or, you know, just even on a pen and paper. Um, take 10 minutes after you run a sales appointment and say like, okay, what was the process that I went through? Um, write it down. Bullet points are great for this. Um, so even just like taking that first step of just documenting some stuff uh, is really, really helpful. Um, if only for your self-reflection, that's great. You know, you can kind of say, hey, that was good. That was bad. Maybe I should think about doing it this way or the other way. Um, you know, office processes, same way. Just start to document some of that. Um, it doesn't take very long, especially if you're kind of like in the mindset of, and like kind of just completed the thing. You just, pretty easy to, to write it out. So it's a great thing to have, not only when you're evaluating, adjusting a process, but for training, like you said, bringing on a new teammate, um, man, it's really helpful to just have some of that stuff there. That's we, we do, I would say, an okay job of, uh, you know, documenting some of our SOPs and what we do changes pretty often just cause we're nimble and, uh, you know, a quick, fast growing technology company, but, um, yeah, there's a lot to that whole process of, documenting, but it doesn't have to be complex. There's a, there's a high ROI on starting to document those processes. Um, I like to keep it short, bullet points, um, you know, pretty simple stuff. Yeah, I, I think we can overcomplicate it because when we start yeah. talking about standard operating procedures here, people get really like, oh, I need to write a damn book. Like this is going right. to be like 200 pages of how I wake up in the morning and then go use the bathroom and put my pants on when really right. what it just needs to be is the high level of what you do that makes the business successful. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think there's some things that do deserve that second, third pass um, in getting detailed, like as a, as a simple example, um, office stuff might be kind of like this, right? There's, you bring in a new office staff person, you might need to include some screenshots or some, I also think getting some why in those documents, like why do we do it this way um, is really, really helpful. Um, so yeah, including some of that stuff on the second, third pass, yes, absolutely. But to start, don't, don't try to get there first, you know, like uh, outline it first. And maybe this is just the way I think, but, um, you know, I've found when you outline like high level where you're going to go with this, with the SOPs, um, you can always come back and fill it out, right? Um, with the, with the, the why and the detailed information that you might need to communicate. But I mean, if you, I've seen it happen, I mean, you probably have to. People overcomplicate things all the time. So keep it simple to start and go back and then uh, punch it up after.
Well, I, I think that's what what matters is if you come in and you just keep it simple to start, you're actually get it completed. And we can get yeah. too much down in the weeds where we're trying to make everything do it all at once. When if you do that high level overview, it'll naturally allow you to come in and fill in the why and fill mm -hmm. in that process yep. or that screenshot. And you have a better understanding as you start to utilize it. I think a lot of times also is people just think that SOPs is a once done forever thing, but it's an ever evolving right. document. <laughs> Oh, yeah. As your company grows. Yeah, I mean, we, we use a tool called Notion and it's uh it's it's kind of like a Google Doc, kind of like a Trello board, kind of like a lot of different things, but it allows us it's flexible and we can comment and we can um, you know, it's a collaboration space. Um so I mean that's where a lot of our stuff lives. Um, you know, how we do events, you know, how we do trade shows. Uh, that's a really great one for a contractor viewing home shows. How do you do a train show? What do, what have you found? I like to say like, what's the what's the one sentence you get to stop people's feet from moving and turn towards you? Um, that's a really effective thing to write down somewhere, so that when you have your project manager who doesn't usually do trade shows, he's coming in from the outside, like you know, he's coming in from two different sales appointments. He's like, I just showed up at the booth and you know, got the McDonald's on his face still. It's like, what do I do? It's like, well, we have this SOP and like, this is exactly how we do it. Um, and you might say like, hey, we only do one or two of those a year. Um, but I mean, just writing it down real quick is really easy. I mean, that could be on a piece of paper. Um, uh, so anyways, th it doesn't have to be complex, um, but it does like the ROI is just very, very high. Yeah, it, it's amazing the kind of results that you can generate with just say like a one pager. It's just yeah. like, hey, here real quick, this is how we're going to close jobs out going forward. And here's why. Yeah. And it's just one page and you give that to all the, the project managers of the form and the guys that do that kind of stuff. And now they understand it. It's a quick read. It's not overwhelming, but it just highlights it all right there. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So trade shows on amazing thing. I used to do some trade shows and having that one liner and figuring all of that stuff out. And then we did exactly what you're talking about doing is we built out just a one pager, just like this is how you do it at the trade shows. Like this is why we set the booth up this way. This is why we say this. And this yeah. is the end results. And it's amazing as you continue to scale and grow. You can just bring in people. Like you said the project manager with the McDonald's hanging off the face. Yeah. How much two appointments can step right in there, five minutes, be a pro at it because they're already yep. a pro. They understand everything. They just don't understand how exactly they do this current role they're in for the day. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So how how do you help bring contractors, builders? remind all the the residential construction industry into utilizing software what what does that look like for you yeah so our our product is a um think about it like a digital first sales tool so when we get a when we get a contractor and we hear them say yeah i'm really frustrated because i feel like i'm running all these appointments not much as not much is happening. And 
feel like I'm wasting my time because we don't have a good pre-qualification process in place. I saw a post the other day of a guy who came came to a job site, uh, an estimate appointment, and there was another contractor there while he was on the appointment. It's like, uh, hey, buddy, how's it how's it going? You know, like, um, so you know what what does how are you seeing it apart as well? Uh, you know, looking different than the other guy. Um, how are you making like that customer experience? How are you putting your best foot forward so that your customer experience makes you look like, um, you know, the best contractor that they could possibly ever think about talking to? Um, so th that's what we, when we hear contractors think about, hey, how am I differentiating my brand? How am I making sure that the sales appointments I go on are actually real and valuable? Um, and, um, you know, we also do a lot with converting from from web leads, you know, what your website looks like and how leads get converted from the website. You know, we step into that conversation and we help contractors kind of rethink how they're orienting their sales process. So we don't think that in-person sales is dead by any means, but we do think that a lot of homeowners don't want that to be the first step. Um, we know that homeowners want digital experiences. Um, so our, just quickly, our tool is a, a way for them to, uh, way for contractors to collect video project walkthroughs from homeowners. So um, those large video files that are annoying to transfer from device to device, um, and homeowners don't really know what to include in their project videos. We kind of walk them through how to create the project video, um, how to, uh, and then we handle the transfer all in a way that keeps the contractor's brand front and center. And then we have some, some digital collaboration tools that allow contractors and homeowners to kind of collaborate via video. Um, additionally, even after that first entry is made. So that's what we do. That's why we exist is just really helping contractors, um, you know, build a process that's a little more modern, a little bit more thoughtful, but with very, very um, obvious gains to the customer experience and just the time savings from a contractor's perspective. Yeah, I can see how that could save a lot of time and make the customer experience just better because now and you stand out. Like when we're always talking about differentiators, like the hey, you know, my kind of how I understand what you were just saying. Say hey, we can come out, we can do it in person, or hey, shoot us over. You know, we use this software to be able to just do this virtually as well at your convenience. And uh, I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's certain trades that we work with and um, maybe they're uh, design build. There's some element of design. Uh, you know, you're not going to quote a $70,000 free model or outdoor living space without going to see the person, right? But it's a trust builder. Um, it, it's actually kind of funny to think about the, the amount of trust that gets built online just in all sorts of ways. I mean... I've been married for a long time, so I don't know the online dating game, but like people like really develop relationships there. I mean, I'm sure you, I mean, you and I got connected from a friend that, you know, I've, I've known less through connections and whatnot, basically the internet, um, you know, group networking groups and stuff of contractors on, on the internet, social and all that stuff. It's like, you can really become pretty close, you know, have a trusting relationship 
with somebody just with, you know, social media. Um, and then, you know, you go to the Google side of things and like all that other stuff, like those reviews are powerful. So like, how can we develop that like personalized version of trust in the sales process for contractors? That's what we're all about. Um, the, the truth of the matter is homeowners, I bought a car 100% virtually about a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was a state away. I knew what I wanted, asked a couple of questions, checked out the Carfax report. We're good to go, right? Like it, it, that's that's the way the world works now. So um, it's not out of the realm of possibility, even for larger projects that you can't get a pretty decent way through the sales process um, in a virtual setting. Um, and so that's what kind of what we enable. Well, and it helps, you know, what's the first question everybody always wants to know is how much is this going to cost me? Yeah. Well, you can't right. blindly do that, but having some info into that, you can at least have a rough estimate. You can start to actually talk some numbers and yep. that it lowers the guard for that homeowner yep. down to where now it's not as like they feel... <laughs> I just think people feel like it's going to be some high pressure situation where you're going to come in. I'm mm -hmm. not going to leave until you sign the paperwork when 90% right. of the time, that's not how the sales process works, but that's the homeowner's impression. That's the emotion yep. they feel. So we have to understand that's how they feel. How do we validate that and then work around it? So it becomes a good relationship for both parties from the beginning. Yeah. I love, I love how you said that validate that because I think a lot of, um, in the absence of you know, using a tool like Groundwork or having a good process to talk through that pricing side of things, like I always say that homeowners want to talk price because it's a it's 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 a huge part of a decision. Um, and homeowners have been burnt where they're like you know call a contractor to their house and they think the things you know x amount of dollars and contractor comes in who knows their stuff and knows what it's going to take me like, Hey, it's actually three X. Mm -hmm. Like that's no good for anybody. Right. Um, so a lot of times it's not because they don't have budget or they don't want to, they, they've just been burnt. They just want some information. They just want to, like, they just want to, that's a big part of the conversation. So like, they just kind of want to know some info. Um, think validating that question as like an honest, okay question for a homeowner to, to ask as a almost a first thing, that's okay. Like a whole, that's what everybody asks, you know? So our take is that that is an invitation. When somebody says, hey, how much do you think this project is gonna cost? That's, a, that's an invitation. Contractors should see dollar signs as in revenue when that question is asked, as opposed to like, oh, here we go. All they care about is price. That is an invitation for a contractor to be awesome, to, to prove your worth, to bring value, all of those things. Like, well, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years and there's a lot of factors that come into a project like this. Um, it sounds like, you know, actually we've done some work in your, your side of town. So I roughly know what those houses, are, like the construction and um, you know, I've got your, your home pulled up here. So I'm taking a look at it on, on Redfin or Zillow. So I've got an idea of what this might take, but you know, what would be really helpful is if you talk through on video and just shared that with me, that gives me a chance to like see the project. Um, and I could probably give you a rough ballpark because, you know, I, I can probably do that. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be exact. And, you know, there are things that can escalate that price. 
but I could probably give you a rough ballpark. And um, how does that sound as the next step of the, of the process here? When contractors get are able to get that talk track out and they use our tool to you know go through that process, man, it's a really powerful process because it's you hear you heard them, you give them a chance to like share their project, they lean into the process. You have better information than anybody else is going to have, usually within a couple minutes. Like it's a pretty powerful process. You speed up a lot of that trust building side of things, then you can truly have a closing conversation. Um, you know, we like to say we get people on second or third base right off, right off the bat. Um, and so those those next conversations are just further along, um, quicker. So it's 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 kind of been fun to see how that's happened because homeowners love it. You know, they just they just want they want to have those conversations. And if you treat it right, you can take a budget question and turn it into a really, really strong sales conversation um, if you're willing to kind of do the work and, and take it for what it is as an invitation. Yeah, I completely agree. Like these are conversations that we shouldn't be running away from. We should be leaning into yeah. and just understanding like this is part of that buying cycle. Like mm -hmm. not every customer we go to is just going to be like, all right, whatever it is, it is all right to check. Like we have to work through this with homeowners. We have to make sure they're comfortable. And what you're just talking about is those di differentiators. How do we differentiate ourselves from the other guy that was out there that isn't a champion, came in, right got pissed off when they asked about how much they thought it was going to be, scribbled some stuff out and moved on with his life and left a bad impression. And that's not yep. what we should be doing. We should be right. putting our best foot forward. Yep. Yeah. Or or going through writing some notes and saying, hey, I'll give you a, a full on quote. I don't want to give you the wrong impression here. I'll give you a full on quote here in, in a week or two. Man. That's that's that that's not how that's it's not how most of the world works right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's an interesting conversation. I love talking about that question because it's so it's so easy for contractors to take. It's it's simple, but it's not easy. I guess is maybe the way to say it. Um, but mastering that question can be really powerful. Yeah, I think it. Like you said, it's not simple but it's not it's not like overcomplicated. I, I think a lot of it just comes down to fear a lot of times guys are afraid to talk about money for either yep. personal reasons or they're afraid like that's going to make or break the project right there and right. run like fight or yep. fight or flight and a lot of times guys will either run or they're going to fight the homeowner and neither one of those is how you should do. I look at it as it is an opportunity because it's also an opportunity for you to start to understand what is that customer's budget? What are they thinking this should cost and figuring all of that out so you can make so you can get on the same page and have an understanding. Right. Is this even a good fit for you guys to work together? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a two way interview, um, you know. I think there's also the um, the the old school way of doing it. I just got to get out there and see it. It's like, well, if you start, we we do sometimes do a, a bit of an exercise in you know rooms or conferences and stuff, and you know, hey, what's an hour of your time worth? And usually, I'll get somebody to say, ah, oh, fifty, fifty, seventy five bucks, and I'll have one person say three hundred, four hundred, eight hundred bucks. You know, 
and you know who knows what the right answer is there's some perception there um but uh if you look at a typical salesperson it's you know around that hundred dollar hundred dollar mark usually in most markets that's a a pretty safe number to use 7500 bucks um and then you layer in some costs of getting that salesperson to where they're going the vehicle the gas mileage all that stuff starts to add up so there's just like some real cost savings of like protecting contractors time whether it be you as the owner running sales appointments or the the contractor themselves or the uh, sales team um there's cost to running appointments and i know people who will tune into this have had the experience of running out to that part of town you didn't think you wanted to go to but hey it was a lead that i thought maybe we could squeak something out and it just ends up being a dog of a project you don't there's all sorts of reasons you're not going to work on it um and before you know it 10 minutes in the conversation you know you've just wasted two hours of your day right like that's a very common thing so protecting your time by getting better information is uh, you know again another aspect of using the tool but even if you're not using groundwork, like doing that analysis of like, hey, what's a, what's the sales appointment cost me? Like any given sales appointment, win or lose, what does it cost me to run a sales appointment down? Um, something most contractors don't really think about. Hmm. Yeah, that is that that's really really good stuff right there. So, uh, I love it, man. You've been fantastic today. You've you dropped a lot of knowledge. You're gonna help. You're helping a lot of guys, and I love yeah. what you're talking about doing. I love everything that you said today. It's been fantastic. So, Jeff, if any of the champions out there wanted to reach out to you, connect with you, look at what you're doing, what's the best way for them to go about doing that? So our website is hellogroundwork.com. Um, hellogroundwork.com just like it's just like it sounds um so yeah check us out there hello groundwork and all the social stuff um you can hit me up on linkedin jeff Rayley, um or shoot me an email jeff at hellogroundwork.com um shoot me an email love to hear from you uh on the website there's some stuff you can go test out how the product works and get kind of mess around and we've got some videos and all sorts of fun stuff out there so go check it out yeah, and you have a great podcast on there as well. That uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have to get you on there. Um, there's yeah, we've got some some fun people that we talk to, and we're ramping up a bunch more uh, content here. And um, yeah, appreciate you mentioning it. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, appreciate it, Ron. Awesome. All right, construction champions, another great episode. Make sure you go check out everything Jeff has going on. He's doing amazing things. He's talking to amazing people and he's putting out great content to help you grow your business and understand your sales process, which we spent a lot of time talking about today, not just the process, but how you handle emotions of homeowners and how conversations that we look at as being hard should be the conversations we actually lean into and don't run away from. This is how we start to build those SOPs. This is how you create an environment where when you grow and you hire your sales staff and you hire that sales manager, they do the same thing you do. You write it out. You let them know that when that customer asks about the price, this is how we do it and this is why. Don't be afraid of that. Put it right in there 
in your SOPs, then everybody does the same thing. And then you never have to worry about one of your sales reps, fight or flight. When that question comes up, you've trained, they understand exactly how to do this because you were the champion that put it out there and you had the conversations beforehand. There's a lot of golden nuggets in this episode. Like I say all the time, go back and listen to it again. Pick out those few things that you can implement today because I know there's a lot of them in there. There's a lot of good stuff in this episode that you could go implement in your business today that would drive the ball for the next 12 to 24 months. And you would be amazed with the outcome that happens. So Construction Champions, make sure you go to constructionchampionspodcast.com. Check out our partners and our sponsors that help keep this show rocking and rolling. Join our Construction Champions Mastermind Facebook group where we're bringing together guests with our listeners, and we're creating an environment where we can go be champions to other. So construction champions, until next time, go be the champion you were meant to be. Hey, construction champions, it's your host, Ron Nussbaum here, and I want to talk to you about how you can automate all of your marketing. We've had so many people on here talk about getting the systems in place. Well, we have partnered with Build 12 and Construction Champions Podcast. Les O'Hara, the founder, what really excites me is his 30 years in the industry, and now he's built a system to be able to nurture your leads and continue to utilize that. I personally use the system myself. Build 12 is absolutely amazing. There's a lot of value in there. And it's a way to start getting away from Angie's list and all of that kind of stuff and start actually creating your own leads every day and have a system for them. So go on our website Check out the show notes. Go check out Build 12 and what it can do for the front end of your business today. It's absolutely amazing. I highly recommend going and meeting with Les and his son, Devin, and talking to him about what they built for their own business so the rest of the industry can take benefit from that. Here on Construction Champions, we're all about helping each other out in what is better than contractors helping contractors. I say nothing. So let's go take this to the next level. Go check out Build 12. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me or Les or his son, Devin. We're here to help. We want to continue to grow the industry.